Coming up on this week of Nerd vs. Noob. Just a quick question here, guys. Would you celebrate International Women's Day with Marina Baccarin in the same way that she does it in the movie? Deadpool appears to be one of the tightest characters in all the Marvel movies. Word. How would you get him to pay? Best first film of any comic book series. Uh, yes or no? What childhood toy would you ask for to impress a hooker? So, we're going to throw it out to you guys. Let you guys get a bit creative. What does Deadpool look like? Now, let's hit the theme. Good people, welcome to Nerd vs Noob, me reviews and 20 Qs, the show where we review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. I am your co-host Sam Hurley and I am joined this week by a fellow star, Mr Spanky. How are you Spanky? Fantastic, thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> We're a little bit drunk on this one guys. And I'm also joined by Machu, how are you bro? I'm good, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Spanky's heading off overseas, so we're going to send him off with a... Uh, decent show today, hopefully. Yeah, we're losing one of the nerds. Yeah, but we've pre-recorded enough so that uh, you it'll hardly be a bump in the road. I'll be amazed if anyone's actually going to miss you, Spanky, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'll miss you, bro. Apart from your mum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> so, anyway, this uh, episode is Deadpool. This is a fan request by Mr. Phil Joinson. Uh, we're going to chink our drinks and say cheers, cheers, Phil. Cheers all. Cheers, cheers. Phil's actually suggested a question for this one, which will come up in my set of questionings. But uh, the plot of the movie, hit us with the plot of the movie, one of you. <laughs> Wild Wilson is a former Special Forces operative who works as a mercenary. His world comes crashing down when evil scientist Ajax tortures, disfigures and transforms him into Deadpool. The rogue experiment leaves Deadpool with accelerated healing powers and a twisted sense of humour. With help from mutant allies Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead, Deadpool uses his new skills to hunt down the man who nearly destroyed his life. Uh, much you square out of 10,000, what would you give it? 7,920. Uh, I thought it was a really good movie. I probably wouldn't go see it at the movies again and it doesn't really register on my all-time favourites. Interesting. What about you, Spanky? I'd give it 8,554 on the basis that, yeah, I would go and see it again at the movies, and, yeah, it probably almost ranks up there on my list of all-time favourites. It was one of my favourite films of last year. Um, I We've just done Hunt for the Water People. I wouldn't put up the same level as Hunt for the Water People. I'd give it 8,942. Whoa. Jeez. Yeah. Mangasm. One of my favourite films of the year. But as anyone who's been following this podcast, these scores really mean fucking nothing. I mean, they change from <laughs> podcast to podcast. I can't even remember what I gave Doctor Strange or Captain Rudy. So I can't remember any of them. Anywho, uh, uh, IMDb have rated it 8.1 out of 10. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes have given it 84%. Metacritic has it at 65%. Metacritic again diving off at the end there. Anywho, we're going to move into these questions. Okay, we're going to rag on each other here a little bit. Come up with a superhero or supervillain name 
for each of the other two guys in this podcast. I'll kick off here because everyone sort of wants to go last and really, <laughs> really zing the next oh, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll give you guys a chance here. So Spanky, you're obviously a villain. <laughs> um, and the the, um, the the villain name I came up with was the um, I, I call it the wedding crasher. <laughs> so it, so he is basically a criminal mastermind with evil plans that include letting off handbrakes and and sending ver- vehicles crashing into wedding marquees or tents. And also, you know, slightly less destructive, but equally as sinister acts such as um, abusing the speech maker at the time or, or locking people in cupboards. Oh, that, that's good. And uh, Sam, I, I'm going to go with um, uh, Leg Day Man for your <laughs> for your endless bragging of his your impressive lower body strength, gained from obviously a well balanced and uh, <laughs> a well balanced workout. And your superpower is protecting all men from chicken legs by reminding them it's it's actually leg day. But of course, since <laughs> the invention of and since the invention of pottery has and and then man has gone on to make the uh, calendar. It's largely rendered your superpower um, useless. <laughs> but you can still encounter leg men in dark corners at parties reminding you to, or anyone that will listen, to work on their lower body by showing photos of himself lifting 500 kgs on the leg press machine. Yeah, guilty as charged. <laughs> All right, so uh, I've got uh, Machu here as the Mangatapu Mauler, which is his obviously uh, super villain. Man, who knows what the Mangatapu Mauler gets up to around Mangatapu during the evening time, but one would imagine that he'd turn up on Crime Watch. Uh, yeah, just uh, a hell of a lot of prowling, to be, to be completely honest. <laughs> a couple of uh, signature Sam things are uh, both the beard and the back hair. We're going with the bearded hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Isn't the, that Ron Jeremy's? The, be- the bearded hedgehog is uh, probably the the lesser known superhero. Maybe he stays back at the house, like you know, I don't know, like making maybe, sure that the KFC's okay. Maybe Sonic the Hedgehog's like best mate or something. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's <laughs> yeah, that's it. So the bearded hedgehog. So Sam, you two superheroes there. Yeah, yeah, wicked. So I'm going to start with Spanky, who's sitting right here to my left. If there's one thing Spanky knows how to do, that's how to get maggot. And Spanky's favourite game, or one of his favourite games as a child, was Mega Man X. So I'm combining the two to make Mega Maggot X. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry, I'll point out that Spanky is a villain, by the way. He's he's the guy that shows up at your party, drinks all your piss, and then... uh, Abuses abuses the wedding guests. Yeah, abuses the wedding guests. Sends a car careering into your uh, marquee tent. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Macho, I'm going to go with a superhero for you, bro. And I'm going to combine um, your ability to be late to everything w- with your favourite Transformer, Rodimus Prime, and I'm going to call you Procrastinator Prime. <laughs> and your superhero power is to single-handedly ruin a franchise and also show up an hour and a half after everybody's like lost relevance. Yeah, fair enough. I was supposed to be here at 6 today and I turned up at 7.30, so uh, yeah, it's fairly relevant. <laughs> That moves us on to my first set of three questions. Deadpool killed it. Really hilarious. Well done, Ryan Reynolds. A lot of other funny supporting characters in this. Who do you guys reckon was the funniest supporting character? Yeah, I'll jump in here because to me, there's only really one funny supporting character. And that's just my opinion. But TJ Miller, uh, old uh, Ehrlich mm. Bachman from Silicon Valley, is just <laughs> an absolute choice. legend. He's easily the funniest. And he made the movie for me. He's, he's selfish. He's brutally honest. He's got such a dry take on on everything, and he's got 
And he gets all the best lines, like comments to when he first sees Deadpool, like saying, he looks like an avocado, fucked an olden avocado. Not gently. It was kind of like they were hate-fucking. <laughs> like something was wrong with the relationship, and the only catharsis was that they could find without violence was, uh, <laughs> yeah. was the hate-fucking avocados. I want to put it out there, he's gently comic relief, but dupinder. Yeah, you know, because he's just so chill, and he's like, kill him. (laughs) (laughs) Moves us on to my second question. In the film, uh, Marina Baccarin's character uh, celebrates International Women's Day by strapping one on and uh, dishing out what she sometimes gets. So, just a quick question here, guys: Would you celebrate International Women's Day with Marina Baccarin in the same way that she does it in the movie? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. As long as one stipulation, I can celebrate the rest of the days of the year with her as well. Yeah, yeah. Look, I've got to admit, I'm going to say, I'm going to say maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If she's coming at me on the first date saying it's Ladies' Day and this is how shit goes, then, you know, it's going to be an emphatic no. But, you know, if we've, if we've been doing some kinky stuff, we've been together for a while. I mean, like Chinese New Year, we spent with a couple of Chinese acrobats. <laughs> St. Pat's Day, we've had a little leprechaun in the room. <laughs> King's Day in Holland, we had a, a golden. <coughs> um, Waitangi Day, we did a, we acted out a Jake and Bess thing. You know, like when it comes to Ladies' Day, yeah, you know, it's Ladies' Choice to be fair. And you know, after a bit of a while, yeah, I, I could, you know, I, I could see my arm being twisted. Yeah, I mean, as, as the saying goes, eh? Hey, like, you can only give it if you can take it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Moving me on to my next uh, question, and this one comes courtesy of Phil Joynson, who we're dedicating this podcast to. Uh, Phil is an Aussie that lives over in England, really good mate of mine. He's also got some very witty banter, so uh, and it's awesome that he came up with this one. Basically, Ryan Reynolds has also got a ton of witty banter. He's very funny. He did the role very well. Who would you pick out of anyone famous to battle Ryan Reynolds in like a roast battle? It's like a rap battle, but insulting each other. Who would you choose? My mind's cast back to the the early 90s and I'm thinking of a a specific rapper who has a bit of banter going on and that man, his name is Flavor Flav. (laughs) Flavor Flav, you've got a rip in your couch. (laughs) Wash your butt. You know what I mean? Your mama's got gold nipples. Your mama's got gold nipples. I mean, who can top that shit? (laughs) That's a great one. Um, I... um yeah, I, I think the the only one that can go toe to toe with um, Ryan Reynolds in that, that the one liner race is probably Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr to me, he's, he's the king king of one liners. He's got he's a bit of a comedic genius, and he you know he can. Um, he, I think he'll go toe to toe with him quite comfortably. I, I like the Jimmy Carr because he never looks like he's shook. You know what I mean? Like nothing shakes him. Like he, he's a good one. He'll go right to the bottom of the toilet that fella. And he, you yeah. know, and then so so will Ryan Reynolds. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. Phil's answer to this. Well, Phil's Australian. I'm not surprised he picked another Australian. His one was Jim Jeffries. Sweet. Anyway, that moves us on to Spanky for his first set of three questions. Okay, so um, Deadpool. Has supporting character, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Use another song title to name a superhero. Okay, I'm going to go with Hawaii's most favourite export at the moment, which is Bruno Mars, and I'm going to go with the song Uptown Funk. And before you guys go, why the fuck is that? It's because when Uptown Funk shows up, Uptown Funk going to give it to you. <laughs> and, and I suppose the other good thing about uh, Uptown Funk is like, if anyone's standing around like, he can't do shit. Uptown Funk will look at them and go, 
Don't blame me, just watch. Yeah, what I'm about gonna, you, Machu? I think I'm going to go with uh, Jumping Jack Flash out of from the Rolling Stones. Uh, great name for a superhero, Jumping Jack Flash. I don't know what he what he really does. He was raised by a toothless beardlet bearded hag and he was he was schooled with a strap across his back but hey you know that's the making of a superhero in my mind he was also born in a crossfire hurricane <laughs> and he and he and he held at the morning driving rain don't don't forget that that's true <laughs> love that song another big thing about this movie is that uh it's all ryan reynolds it was a labor of love for ryan and but imagine it's not ryan reynolds Recast Deadpool. Yeah, I think this role was just uh, made for Ryan Reynolds, and everyone thinks that. But I've, the thing I didn't like about Ryan Reynolds being cast in this role is I didn't think he really nailed the the bad guy part of it. He's such a good guy. Looks like he's he's come straight out of a prep school. I think um, someone someone maybe I don't know if he'd be better in the role, but I thought Sam Rockwell. And oh he, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he plays uh, he plays a sort of. Good guy, bad guy, villain, and um, a lot, a lot better. He's he's all kinds of crazy, and most of the movies he's kind of singing and dancing and killing and that type of thing, like in Mister Right. So I think yeah, Sam Rockwell would be the one if I, if I had to cut, recast anyone. Okay, bear with me here, guys. Uh, in the comic books, there's a character called Gwenpool, and she's an amalgamation of Gwen Stacy and Deadpool. So when I saw this question, I immediately hearkened back to the movie and thought, Kira Knightley. She's got range. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, there we go. So, um, Ajax, not the most memorable villain. So, better cleaning product or bad guy? Look, look, this guy is an idiot. Like, he can't feel anything, but he doesn't wear any armour. He doesn't protect himself at all. Like, all his boys that he's got running around with him wearing armour and shit like that. If you can't feel anything then you're susceptible to fucking everything. Like, if you get stabbed in the heart, chest, whatever, you don't even know you're in pain, so you're rolling around, and then, holy shit, my heart stopped. You know what I mean? Like, this guy's an idiot. Use him to mop up a crime scene. He's useless. <laughs> I agree with Sam. I think Ajax is a, a better cleaning product than he was a bad guy, because uh, if you if you have a mess on the floor, you get Ajax out, and there's no better way to clean that up. Whereas Francis, if there's a job done, he's more likely to make a mess, let your whole factory burn down. You know, he's just constantly, um, you know, he's constantly doing shit. Well, what, who the who the fuck is Ajax? Like, is he the bad bad guy? He's not. He's just a. Is he or is he just another henchman? Yeah, he's just another dude working for the company, really, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. Like, why is he the, this mega bad guy? What's his motivation? Like, to be honest, I thought the guy that roped him in, you know, the guy that met him in the bar, that like Agent Smith sort of looking dude. I actually thought he was like the head bad guy when he got killed early on in the movie i was like what (laughs) who is this real bad guy like ajax he's just a cog in the wheel he's basically um just a really strong henchman sweet so that's banky's done uh much of your set of three questions okay so um is deadpool x-men's greatest anti-hero and does he does he live up to his bad guy image it's arguable x-men is actually full of anti-heroes um, one could argue for Wolverine as anti-hero character. One could argue for Magneto as an anti-hero character. So as a two-part question, is he the greatest anti-hero? No. Um, does he live up to his bad guy image? Uh, in this movie, he's a little too likable to to be a real bad guy. So I mean, my favorite anti-hero in the X-Men comics was Gambit. 
Like, I used to love him when I was a child. It wasn't until I got older that I realised the guy's a massive fucking sex pest. <laughs> like, he's just this <laughs> creepy butt. <laughs> High five, Gambit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the of comic books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I went back on it, and, like, Wolverine's awesome, but fuck, too many people love Wolverine. Look, Deadpool's great. Like, Deadpool is an awesome antihero. He's your wisecracking antihero. Oh, I'm just going to edge out and go against Spanky here and say, yes, he is one of the X-Men's greatest antiheroes. And I'll, I'll agree with you. He doesn't live up to his bad guy reputation. Like, we get that bit at the end where um, Colossus starts giving that speech. Fuck that. The real Deadpool, the real bad guy Deadpool wouldn't let Colossus give that speech. He would have shot, blown that guy's head off within seconds. The problem with it was he keeps reminding everyone, I'm not a good guy, I'm a bad guy. How the fuck are you a bad guy? Yeah, how the fuck? (laughs) It's, It's like the person that says... I'm not a racist, but it's like, no, you are. <laughs> uh, okay, so Deadpool appears to be one of the tightest characters in all the Marvel movies. Word. <laughs> you know, he doesn't pay for taxis. He doesn't. He doesn't. He only shouts with other people's credit cards at the bar. So if you were having rounds of beers with him, how would you get him to pay? That's pretty easy. It seems as though it's all on the name Deadpool. He's a gambler. You gotta gamble with this man. You gotta like fucking roll the dice. You gotta lay down a bet that this man can't win. You know, it's like I bet I have a smaller cock than you, or something to that effect. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, I fucking win that shit. So I'm saying you need to gamble with this guy. He's he's got a he's got a bit of a gambling streak in him. I, I'm I'm gonna go with using his logic against him. I reckon you sit down. And you say to the barman, look, we're going to set up a tab, sweet. Barman sets up a tab. And then as you go on, you get sort of get to the end of the night. And then he goes, look, you're going to pay for this. And you're going to go, look, I don't really have pockets or carry a wallet around with me. So how about a crisp high five? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a mate, that he, and he's like this as well. And what he does Lance. is... <laughs> his name is... Um, I won't name him Luke Lindsay. Um, <laughs> he, um, what, his, his classic move is to take about as many people as he can to the bar and then and then what he does is he'll, he'll order the most expensive drink quite often it's his favourite drink which is a double bourbon and coke for at least 8 to 10 people and then when it comes time to pay he normally brings out his library card tries to scan it through the machine oh, and there's always fuck. one person in the line that pays yeah. so what we've been doing lately oh, bros, I forgot my card yeah exactly so what we've yeah. been doing lately is we've been getting him to go outside we, we take a we, we, we make him pay a busker like five bucks to borrow his guitar and make him sit there and uh, get some money <laughs> so he can pay for his fucking round and I reckon that's what you got to do with Deadpool you just got to it's got to be a bit of tough love fair enough that makes sense so, uh, I guess my next question is: uh, Deadpool likes to pleasure himself wearing Crocs and holding a unicorn. Can you think of a better attire or object to assist with when you're pleasuring yourself? If you, if you don't, if you don't know about about me, I'm a play, play lacrosse. Serial I play lacrosse from time to time. So, uh, uh, lacrosse helmet and my favourite Lego X-wing. Basically, I can think of many a different thing that I'd prefer over a unicorn and a set of Crocs. Um, the first thing that sprung to mind pretty much was an industrial-sized tub of Vaseline and a pillow. <laughs> Stacey's looking on a pure disgust. She's, she's not going to touch, touch that pillow or industrial-sized Vaseline again. Awesome. So who's got to my questions? So basically in this movie, Deadpool gets super-healing mutant powers, but he also goes, but bloody ugly. What superhero power or what superpower would you guys want in exchange for looking really ugly looking like an avocado had sex with an older avocado well i'm gonna go i'm gonna go for super confidence because you know because <laughs> you know what girls love above looks 
It's confidence. So, <laughs> so I'm going to be like, bitches, look at this. I'm I'm amazing. I, you know, and I'll say bitches because I'm I'm that confident that then they're, they're going to overlook the fact that I just said bitches. The misogyny. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the blatant misogyny, and just think, look how fucking confident this guy is with his misogynist remarks, and he he's got. He just exudes so much confidence. I'm going to look straight past the fact that I look like a fucking gutted out elephant. Jessica Jones, the man in purple, and the gift that is suggestion. Doesn't matter what you look like if you can suggest to to girls <laughs> that 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 I'm the best looking guy that you've He's ever seen. Merely gone for the rapey. Oh my lord! And just like maybe you want to give me all your money, you know? Um, maybe. maybe it's your turn to pay for dinner. Maybe so. you're coming home with me in a bag of <laughs> <If> your <eat. laughs> riding in the boot of a car. Haters. <laughs> awesome, cool. So the this week, guys, the list of um, movies nominated for an Oscar uh, came out. Do you guys reckon Deadpool deserves to be nominated for an Oscar? Nah. He needed a bit more well-rounded comedic performance than relying on the same sort of teen, your mama type jokes. It was it was the same delivery every time. And this is, this is probably why I didn't rate it above eight. No, again. It'd be precedent setting. As fantastic as, as Deadpool is, it's not going to break enough ground or cross enough boundaries to make it Academy worthy. Cool, so that moves me on to my final question. There's a lot of foul-mouthed individuals in this movie, but, uh, yeah, what character from this movie would you like to give a speech at your wedding? Oh, it's pretty easy, really. Uh, he, he's the man with the, the only amount of honour in the whole film, and it's a Colossus. He <laughs> just seems to be... Uh, he's got, like, these, these massive uh, rhetoric of speeches in him, you know, like... I actually completely disagree with Colossus. It definitely <laughs> wouldn't yeah, be yeah, Colossus. Be he's so uptight. Wade Wilson's also way too brutal. So I'm going to go with the... I'm actually going to go with the recruiter. How appropriate, just as your life is about to end... That someone who looks like a Paul Bear gives a speech. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. So that moves us on to uh, Spanky. Ryan Reynolds puts uh, Brent Hildebrand's character in a box. He says to her, mean comment, sullen silence. Nails her two go-to moves. What are your go-to moves? My, my one's the basically the yeah, 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 and then the tune out. That, that, that's my one of just like dismissing people or whatever like she's trying to do. Basically just sort of agreeing with them and then just giving this far-off look like I'm in another fucking planet when really I'm just like, oh, just shut up. For me, it, it's always the mean comment. <laughs> <laughs> and when you get drunk, it gets worse. Like, you know, like, I'll, I'll throw a few out now. So, Spanky, you're so ugly. Last time you walked into a bank, they turned the cameras off. And <laughs> Sam, you're... <laughs> That's true. You're, Sam, your show is so lame. Last time I went to listen to an episode, I decided to ring a telemarketer instead. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, oh yeah, yeah. Judging by that, I, yeah. Mean I'm comment, mean obviously. <laughs> obviously, mean. We're just going to have a quick interlude while me and Spanky beat the shit out of Machu. <laughs> right, okay, so um, simple yes-no question for my next one. Um, best first film of any comic book series? Uh, yes or no? There's been a few. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, the original Spider-Man trilogy was kind of special. The first one was pretty good. The first X-Men movie was pretty good. Iron Man spawned an entire universe, but... Uh, we're looking at a certain set, and I'm going to go with Batman Begins. I think Batman Begins tops Deadpool because, like, Deadpool had to overcome the fact that they completely ruined Deadpool and Wolverine Origins, but Batman Begins had to overcome one of the worst comic book movies 
in history. I'm talking about George Clooney, Batman. I'm talking about Bat Nipples. I'm talking about Uma Thurman. Uh, I'm talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Don't talk about Uma like that. No, no. This was like the most abysmal Batman movie ever. And Batman Begins, Christopher Nolan knocked it out of the park, established himself as a great director. Uh, I'm going to go with Sam as well and say, no, it's not the best. The best one is, is a Batman, but it's not. It's not Batman Begins. It's the very first Batman with uh, oh, Michael Keaton. Yeah. It's Michael Keaton, mate. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, got shit. We got real terrible when Val Kilmer and George Clooney came along. But the very first Batman, Jack Nicholson, that was just epic. This is sad to say, at, at uh, 35 years old, I've still got all my Batman cards, um, Batman 1 and Batman 2. Nice to have them. Well, probably... Wasn't expecting that as a as a for a Marvel guy, um, but wow, okay, couple of DC movies in there. In Ryan Reynolds or Deadpool's own words, uh, it was like the studio couldn't afford any more X Men because you only ever see two X Men: Colossus and Neosonic Teenage Warhead. Would the film have been better with any other X Men included? Nah, look, um, part of this charm of this movie is it was a stripped down version of the superhero movie. And like they alluded to the fact they didn't have any money and all that sort of stuff, and that's made it as awesome as it was. The director said, I only want to make a 50 to $60 million movie, and he did well with that. Plus, you've got the sullen, dark character in Negasonic Teenage Warhead, you've got the straight man character in Colossus, and you've got the wisecracking, uh, absurd, char- absurd character in Deadpool. Like, it was perfect. It flowed together well. Any more characters would have required more introduction and more like, who are they? Yeah, I, I disagree. I think yes. And I think the one character they were missing, and it, like, look, I don't think it would be, you know, a full movie. It's it's really just a cameo sort of role, and that would have been Wolverine. Hey, imagine, like they had, you know, he was featured so much throughout the movie. Even at the very end in the shorts, it would have been great to see um, Deadpool pull a prank on Wolverine because could have seen a scene where Deadpool goes into Hugh Jackman's room and just shaves him from head to toe and then you have a bald Wolverine and that's like a, a bit of a um, bit, of, bit of revenge for Deadpool. All right, so I think it's back to me. Yep. So uh, who would you have your money on and the Deadpool out of the characters that survived during the movie? Easy. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Any, anyone who fucking is, <laughs> is tweeting right before the main battle, there's like at least 30-odd guys pointing guns at them. So you're legit. That was, um, that was my answer. It's other obvious answer is basically Colossus. I mean, come on, the guy's a middle-bloody man. That I mean, we see him getting half-strangled at one point, but look, the dude look is practically invincible. Like, none of Deadpool's bullets or swords is going to cut him. Like, I, I just can't understand why Colossus and them didn't, you know, didn't step in and say, oh, you got to let that guy out of your car. They pretty much, um, you know, they pretty yeah, they much did sent him face, to eh? death. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because they went from being these guys on the bridge that were like, come on, Deadpool, you need to be a hero. You're coming with us. And, uh, oh, no, we'll, we'll come help you kill this dude. Yeah, sweet ass. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's four or five moments, Deadpool, but uh, Depinder, yeah, do whatever yeah. you want with this fella in your boot. Yeah, who cares, yeah. So... Uh, if you won as many tickets from Balls and Holes as Wade <laughs> Wilson, what childhood toy would you ask for to impress a hooker? Look, I'm going to go with the He-Man sword. When I was, I was five years old, I had a He-Man sword and scabbard, and I used to pull that out. And I used to point it to the sky and say, by the power of Grace Girl, I have the power. 
that is fucking awesome. Like, yeah. <laughs> and look, I'm telling what, you, um, you need to, you need, to, we need to find a, uh, you know, yeah. the He-Man sword tonight, and you need to practice that in the bedroom. And look, I'm telling you, <laughs> I don't know that much about women, but if you pull a sword out of your back and say I have the power, then that chick is immediately going to want to have sex with you. But you, you need to dress up Spanky as Battle Cat and ride on the back of him Fuck into off. the. I'm Prince Adam of Eternia, you bitches. <laughs> No, he's he's what Orko? No, he's Man at Arms. Leela, what, what what would you be, bro? What was the most useless he man character? <laughs> Fuck you, you're the one that looks like Ramman. You're the one that looks like Ramman. Spaggy's beast man because he's into bestiality. Fuck you, Ramman looking motherfucker. I'll, I'll take it. Radio, radio, Spanky. Balls and holes. What um? What would you ask for? What's the only thing it? that impresses fucking hookers is money. That's the only thing that impresses. That's the only thing that impresses a hooker. So um, I'd just be asking for straight up cash money. It's not quite a childhood toy, but uh... <laughs> you didn't grow up in Kiki. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. How, um, if you were Depinder, the taxi driver, how would you win Geeter over? Basically, what I'd do, I'd man up. I'd take her down the ski ball. I'd win the Voltron uh, ring. I'd take her home. I'd jump her into bed. And then I'd be like, hey, do you want to stick it in my marry me? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, not afraid to name drop a little bit. Not afraid to to use my uh, friends to my advantage. Dipinder and uh, Deadpool, obviously good mates. You'd um, double date, a couple of double dates with uh, Marina and Deadpool. You'd be um, winning her over like nothing. Yeah, I had that. I was was thinking that as well. I, I was thinking... Dependent leverages relationship with the um, the craziest couple of all time, and let's just go all the way, four way, four way. It's it. Get it all in, all, all in. in. Balls all in. <laughs> You're not going to get a better offer than that. Superhero and a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yes, I'm an Uber taxi driver. But hey, <laughs> awesome. Moving us on to our final question. We get treated to a great scene between TJ Miller and Ryan Reynolds where they basically describe what Deadpool looks like. Uh, if you've seen the DVD, there's special features where they riff on each other about what each other looks like for God knows how long. All impromptu, all basically just coming up with the worst things that they can think of. So we're going to throw it out to you guys, let you guys get a bit creative. What does Deadpool look like? Um, well, I think he looks like a 13-year-old McDonald's worker with terrible acne fell face first into a three-way between a yeast infection, a taco, and a waffle. <laughs> That's a good one. What do you reckon, Spanky? He looks like a bald man in a gay bukkake film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, uh, yeah, that was really good. <laughs> How do you follow this, eh? I'm going to play off the fact that he's covered in dimples, and I'm going to say he looks like a golf ball with a rampant herpes infection. <laughs> Spanky, you nailed that one. (laughs) Good work, Spanky. Cool, so anyway, that takes us to the end of our podcast. Thanks again for listening. Uh, Usually we do the noob seal approval on this, but we've got a Nerub and two nerds, so... I mean, come on, we we love this movie, didn't we, guys? It was hilarious, it was great. Cheers, Ryan Reynolds, thanks for the show. Any other final thoughts from you guys? Yeah, and I'm just waiting to see the next one. I think it, there's only up there from here with Deadpool. One thing that doesn't get a lot of cred in this podcast is the fourth wall breaking. So um, Deadpool talking directly at the camera. Absolutely love it and think that uh, looking forward to the next Deadpool movie with Cable. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, 
basically coming up soon on Nerd vs. Noob is the movie Armageddon. We're going to review that very soon. Hey, did you like our podcast? Did you agree with our answers? Were we right? Were we wrong? Was Spanky your creep? Tell us in the uh, <laughs> tell us in the comments. Tell us uh, tell us some questions. Tell us some movies you'd like to suggest. Uh, anyway, that's uh, thanks from me. Thanks from me. Che che. And the immortal words of Deadpool. Maximum, Maximum effort. effort. <laughs> <laughs> this question, like, what the fuck do you say to this shit? The show we review movie. Movie. <laughs> movie. Movie. Movies. <laughs> Especially Mrs. Cocaine, that, that got me. <laughs> I was roped in, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm on board with this lady. <laughs> that's how you fucking impress, that's how you impress hookers. She's got range, I'm going with her. She certainly does range all over my... Yeah, if you turn up looking like a bull sack, you got to have something going for you, and that's... Have you ever thought about taking several dicks in the mouth? Because <laughs> I've got three. The and Machu likes him because he gives Machu an uncomfortable boner. <laughs> it's not uncomfortable. It's, um, I'm very comfortable with it, to be fair. He'd need to take a roofie just to masturbate that guy. Hey, hey, bonus question here. Who would you cast as Cable? Who the fuck is Cable? <laughs>